Howdy folks! Welcome to the Pronouns 101 training presented by the LGBTQA Resource Center. The University of Nebraska is a land-grant institution with campuses and programs on the past, present, and future homelands of the following peoples. As a land-grant institution, we strive to connect the land with knowledge and access. Truth and acknowledgement are critical to building mutual respect and connection across all barriers of heritage and difference. We begin this effort to acknowledge what has been buried by honoring the truth. We are standing on the ancestral lands of the first peoples who occupied this area we now call Nebraska. We pay the respects to elders, past and present. With this acknowledgement, we affirm indigenous sovereignty and we will work to hold our community and institution more accountable to the needs of indigenous people. Please take a moment to consider the many legacies of violence, displacement, migration, and settlement that bring us together here today. This presentation is a great introduction for those wanting to know more about chosen pronouns. We'll learn about the LGBTQA Resource Center, explore terminology, inclusive language, and how to use chosen pronouns. Remember, this is an introductory educational resource, and learning is an ongoing experience. It's okay that you might not know some things, even after listening to this presentation. Finally, a few notes. Try your best to be fully present and participate at your own comfort level. That being said, we do also encourage you to push yourself outside your comfort zone. Be sure to let others fully participate as well. Be respectful of and listen to others' beliefs, values, and experiences. The gender unicorn is a visual representation of the spectrums of gender identity, gender expression, physical attraction, and emotional attraction. Gender expression is represented by the thought bubble, denoting that identity is about how we think about ourselves, our self-perception. Gender expression is represented by the dots encircling the unicorn's figure, denoting that expression is about how we show our identity or don't show it to others, or how others perceive us. Sex assigned at birth is not as much as a spectrum as it is a categorical identity. While biological sex includes a myriad of possibilities, sex assigned at birth in the U.S. has been relegated to a binary system. Intersex is a general term used for a variety of conditions in which a person is born with a reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical definitions of male or female. A person may be born with mosaic genetics, so some of their cells have XX chromosomes and some of them have XY. Intersex anatomy doesn't always show up at birth. Sometimes a person isn't found to have intersex anatomy until they reach the age of puberty or they find themselves infertile as adults. Some people live and die with intersex anatomy without anyone, including themselves, ever knowing. Sex assigned at birth is represented by the DNA strand because this assignment is largely based on the presence of certain set of genitals at birth. Physical and emotional attraction is represented by the unicorn's hearts, denoting that these are internal, innate feelings that are just part of who we are. As shown, these things fall on spectrums, meaning that we can have varying shades of identities and preferences. Here's a quick overview of some terms. Transgender or trans is an umbrella term covering all gender identities or expressions that transgress or transcend society's rules and concepts of gender. To be trans usually means to identify as a gender other than the gender that was assigned to the sex at birth. 
such as being female while being assigned male at birth. The category of transgender includes people who have the binary gender identities of female or transgender women or male or transgender men and is often framed solely in binary terms. However, that's not really the case. The transgender umbrella does include people with non-binary gender identities, but not all non-binary people consider themselves trans. Non-binary is a term that refers to people whose gender is not completely or exclusively male or female. They can identify with or not having any gender at all, or with both genders, or with a third gender, or their gender could change over time. Non-binary folks fall under the transgender umbrella term, and non-binary is also an umbrella term in and of itself, although some people use it to describe their gender identity too. Gender fluid individuals have different gender identities at different times. A gender fluid individual's gender identity could be multiple genders at once and then switch to none at all, or move between single gender identities or some combination. Gender queer is an umbrella term that refers both to non-normative gender identity and gender expression. The label may also be used by individuals wishing to identify as holding queer or non-normative gender without being any more specific about it. Agender is a lack of gender identity or an identity that's neutral. A demigirl or woman or demiboy or man as someone who partially identifies as a woman or girl or man or boy respectively. In addition to feeling partially like a boy or man, Zimmy boys also feel partly outside the binary. That can include anything under the non-binary umbrella like agender or gender queerness. Here are some other terms you should know. Cisgender is a person whose gender identity corresponds with the sex that they were assigned at birth and heterosexual is a person primarily attracted to members of a different gender, or they could also be referred to as straight. Let's take a couple of minutes to do some reflection. When do you use gender binary language, and when do you not? When could you think twice about using gendered language, or choose to use non-gendered language instead? Talk with your neighbor or peers. Let's talk about the most common gender-inclusive pronouns. They, them, their pronouns are grammatically correct in sentences and writing, and we all just need to work on reframing what's acceptable and what isn't related to societal norms. We also have neo-pronouns, which are new pronouns that are being introduced to the language, which include z, zim, and zir. Remember, pronouns aren't preferred, they're expected. When someone corrects you, take a moment to think, and accept the wrongdoing and correct yourself. All you have to say is, oh, thanks for correcting me, now I know. Practice, practice, practice. Because binary gender pronouns have been socially ingrained, it'll take some effort to overcome the mental hurdles needed to change that automatic response. But you can do it. If you're not sure of a person's pronouns, ask. One way to do this is by sharing your own. For instance, I use the pronouns he, him, his. I want to make sure that I address you correctly. What would you like to be addressed by? This may seem a little strange to do, but a person who often experiences being addressed incorrectly may see this as a sign of respect that you're interested in getting it right. When facilitating a group discussion, 
ask people to identify their pronouns when they go around and do introductions. This will allow everyone in the room the chance to self-identify and get to each other's pronouns right the first time. It'll also reduce the burden on anyone whose pronouns is often misidentified and may help them access the discussion more easily because they don't have to feel embarrassed by making a mistake or by a mistake being made about them. Make it a norm. Practice introducing yourself with your pronouns. This makes the environment more inclusive and reduces misgendering or misidentifying anybody. Here's a guide on utilizing a variety of gender neutral or gender alternative pronouns. This isn't an exhaustive list and neo pronouns or words created to serve in place of a pronoun are ever changing. Usage of neo pronouns dates back to the late 1700s, so this concept isn't new, but it might be new to you. You don't have to remember these, but you should make a conscious effort to remember someone's pronouns when they tell you. To help you utilize these correctly, I'll go through the examples on the left using they, them, their pronouns. So, for example, they laughed at the notion of a gender binary. They tried to convince them that asexuality doesn't exist. Their favorite color is unknown. The pronoun card is theirs. And lastly, they think very highly of themselves. Try this out yourself using one of the rows to the right. Here are some things that you can do to be inclusive. Add your pronouns to everything. Your email signature, your Zoom name, and your social media bios. Ask people for their pronouns. Make sure that it's optional though, some people aren't comfortable sharing, but also share your own so that they are comfortable. Listen when others give you their pronouns or correct you, and remember for next time. Advocate with pronouns. Correct others whenever they make a mistake. Add additional pronoun fields to forms and documents. Bring up transgender issues whenever you have the opportunity. Listen to people within the community and practice. Let's practice with an example. So instead of saying, Jamal came with me to the movies, but he forgot his wallet, we could say, Jamal came with me to the movies, but they forgot their wallet, so I bought their ticket for them. Otherwise, they would have missed the movie. Another example might be, Instead of saying Angela missed her last appointment, we could easily say Angela missed their last appointment. Similarly, instead of saying Janet's sister co-owns a parent with her, we could say Janet's sister co-owns a parent with Z. At some point, no matter how good you are, you'll probably misgender someone. However, there are three easy steps towards making it right. First, apologize. Second, correct yourself. And third, move on. If you make a mistake, do correct yourself. Going on as if it didn't happen is much less respectful than just making the correction. It also saves the person who is misidentified from having to correct someone and or put them in a tricky situation. Using an incorrect pronoun is a microaggression, so it's important to apologize. Two, it's important to move on from your mistake. Continue the conversation by using the correct pronoun. This will validate their identity. And don't elaborate on why you made the mistake in the first place. 
This explanation is only valuable to you, and you should make a note of why you made the mistake. But if you attempt to justify, you're only centering yourself. The person whom you misgendered should really be the one who centered. Let's talk about intent versus impact. When we say something, we have an intended meaning of that phrase or comment. On the other end of that phrase or comment is how it's being received by others. We may not have intended something to be received by others in an alternative way than what was intended, but it happens. It's best practice to be clear, direct, and concise. This is an important distinction to make when discussing chosen pronouns. For example, you may mistakenly misgender someone and not realize it. You likely didn't have any ill intention by making the mistake, but the impact of your mistake is felt by the individual whom you misgendered. That one mistake could really impact someone's perception of themselves and their perception of you. Here are some ways that you can use inclusive language. In the left column are terms that are outdated or have better alternatives. On the right are the updated versions or the better alternatives. So instead of saying boyfriend, girlfriend, or friend, you could just say partner or spouse. Instead of saying someone is a homosexual male, or homosexual female, you could just say they're gay or lesbian. Instead of saying sexual preference, say sexual orientation. Instead of saying that someone's transgendered, say they're trans or transgender. We could easily change ladies and gentlemen or boys and girls to people of all genders or y'all. Instead of saying man the booth, we could say staff the booth. And instead of saying hey guys, we could easily say, hey everyone. Here's some chosen name and gender identity policy resources. If you're interested, follow the links below to find out more information about these policies at the University of Nebraska. Wanna chat? Here's how to contact us. Remember, learning is a process and it doesn't stop here. Continue seeking out resources and education to become the best ally possible. Thanks for your participation today. See you next time.